Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Morgan Livingston, owner of Bainberry Bookkeeping, which is quickly growing. Hey, Morgan, welcome to the hey. show. Thank you. So can you expand a bit more on, on your business, You know what you do, who you love to work with? Um, I, I do bookkeeping and I work with really like small, like really small business. Um, like one, you know, the one person wonders that think they, um, you know, when they start out, they are like, I've, I've got to do it all by myself. Um, and as they grow, they're like, yeah, I can't do it all by myself anymore. (laughs) So I, it's kind of. I kind of have a wide variety of clients. I work with construction companies. I work with a welding company. I work with um, a graphic designer. Like there's, I have a lot of, it's, there's a, there's a broad range of, of companies that I work with, but I've, I've never been great at that. Like I'm going to niche down and these are my people. My people are just good people. My people are people that are just, you know, that love their business and just want to keep being successful. And that's, to be very honest, all of my clients have just come to me. I, I didn't, I didn't even go looking for them. So Perfect. It's kind that's of the dream, right? Just out. to have yeah. the, the right clients, the right kind of people come to you. And it sounds like you're like the, the guardian angel because bookkeeping can be like a nightmare so to you know, that's one of the first things people that you need to bring on board with businesses is i need to help with the figures i need to help with the logistics of this and you're like hey have you met morgan right yeah i want to be like i'm super bookkeeper <laughs> super bookkeeper Love it. i'll come rescue you <laughs> they're like yeah just take take the numbers take the spreadsheets take the systems just just make sense of it please but come back mm-hmm. with some good news right Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nice. So yeah. how, why bookkeeping? How did this come about? How did you, how did you do land into this? Oh my gosh. My story is a long one. It's not really a long one. Um, I sort of got in, I, I into bookkeeping, you know, straight out of high school. Um, I took some business courses in college and, but my, my jobs that I had, so ever since I was like 16 were in some area of bookkeeping, you know, like accounts payable or accounts receivable or mm. even just admin position. Um, 
And I decided, gosh, it's probably been almost 10 years now that I decided I want to completely change my life. I want to change my career, my focus, my everything. And I started a food cart, <laughs> not a food truck, because I didn't have the money for that. I started a food cart and I quit my job. I took all of my savings. I started this business. Uh, it lasted about six months. <laughs> uh -huh. But one thing that I definitely learned from that experience was that I wanted I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I wanted to be independent. I wanted to do my own thing. Um, so that was your gateway business, your gateway. That was my gateway, yeah. And it was called Morgan's Bitchin' Kitchen. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. So, uh, like I said, that only lasted a little while. And then after that, I had some time off and I, I like racked my brain, like, what am I going to do? What, you know, what's my career going to be? And I um, settled, not settled, but I landed on web design and I learned web design and I started doing that. And I really loved doing web design, but it's sort of, I don't know how to say this without it sounding like there's, there's a type of, I don't, it's not a type of person, but it's like a persona of an industry. And in the web design area, there's. Go on, don't mince your words. Go, go on the <laughs> attack. Do it. Go on. You, you've got the people that are like, I'll build your website for $100. And then you've yep. got the people that are like, I'll build your website for $20,000. And to come somewhere in the middle of that and still meet the expectation it's it was just a really finicky mm. business i still do i still do websites um but anyway so this is kind of the part of the story that is really gets me because i i kind of mentioned um or maybe i did it i was working with a business coach we were working on developing my web design business and I find I was burnt out and I was so over it. And every week I was talking to her and I was crying and I was so frustrated. I'm like, Lori, I don't know what to do anymore. Um, and she said, okay, we need to stop. We need to take a step back. We need to regroup. Do you even want to build websites anymore? And I was like, I do, but I'm not digging the industry of it anymore. And she said, well, what else would you do? What else do you know how to do? So I did a lot of thinking on it. And I was like, you know what? I, and I was still working part-time um, doing bookkeeping. Mm. And I was like, wait a second. I love this. And I'm, I'm good at it. And, you know, you, you hear like people talk about what is that one thing that you, when you sit down and you get into flow and like, the whole day is just gone and you have no idea what happened to it, but you enjoyed all of it, you know? Yeah. And I was like, that's my thing. That is where I feel confident. I feel good about what I'm doing. Um, anyway, sort of long story short, I told my business coach Lori that, and she said, then let's do it. And I, that was six months ago. 
and I've got more than 10 clients and I have like tripled my income and like my entire life changed. The moment I finally aligned with myself and what I wanted to like, when it all finally came together, everything changed. Mm. And that's why I do what I do now. Well, that's, again, it's the simplicity of finding something that you're good at, that you love, and that actually makes a difference in this world. That's like, yep, tick, tick, and tick. So I guess we're doing this. Exactly. And it, and it, it, it has transformed me, my, like my abilities. I, I like dove in and started um, taking more classes so I could like brush up on all my skills and you know, getting certifications and stuff like that. And it's just been, it's been amazing because mm. I came, I went into the new year and I finally did no longer had that, like, this is going to be the year I'm going to finally get there this year. Like I finally had a new year that I went into the year. I'm like, I'm there. I'm living it. I'm doing it. <laughs> so nice. it's been awesome. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. So you were able to do this, but it must have been still, you had that level, that hurdle, the barrier to overcome to be like, okay, let's do this. So how did, as we talk about the entrepreneur's journey and the, the pivot points and the, the barriers, how were you able to overcome that one and actually be like, okay, we found it, but now I've actually got to do it. So that barrier is a barrier that I lived behind for for forever and especially when it came to my web design business mm. and I fought against that brick wall for years and so as the bookkeeping thing kind of started coming together I remember so like okay I'm going to build my own website right and it, I'm sure people can relate to you want to start this thing you've got all these steps that you've got to do and then you kind of look back six months later and you're like crap I still haven't accomplished like I haven't gotten to it I've been yeah. too busy I didn't get to it so I was I I was honestly kind of a little tough on myself and I was like this is the deadline and this is when it has to be done and that website, I probably built, the, that was like the fastest website build I've ever done because I just, I've fought with myself for so many years and I was like, this is it. And I just pushed, I just pushed until I couldn't push anymore. Mm. Um, I, I truly believe that there's times in our lives that like, we have to take a step back. We have to give ourselves rest. We have to have that self-care. But I also believe that there's times in your life that you have to push and push and push until you like have accomplished that one thing that is slowing all the progress down. And that's what I did. Mm -hmm. I think I it you know I was working on my website at midnight, like I'm gonna get this done. <laughs> Um, what, what you said there is so perfect because there is there is that balance if you all have to have that balance there's a balance between manifestation and taking care and bringing things in 
and the action that we have to take to do that one without the other you you can't do that as a business owner as a single business owner starting out you've got to wear all the hats and you've got to do the things so yes you want to take care of yourself yes you've got to be able to get yourself in the right place and wish it believe it manifest it but also do the damn thing and the doing the damn thing was the part that i struggled at the most yeah and i i i i had i had had enough like I was tired of myself. I was tired of hearing my same story over and over and over again. And what I mean, was that story? Just, Sorry, if I could just jump in there. What, what was that story? That, that like, I'm not good enough. Nobody's ever going to hire me. I can't do this. There's, you know, this is, this is on the web design side. Um, mm. You know, there's so much I don't know. Somebody else is way better at it than me. Like, um, you know, the, I'm I'm not a social media fan and you know the having to be on social media all the time and um like it just wasn't me it did not feel like who I was and after like reflecting on it I realized that I was forcing that vision yeah I was forcing myself into that mold because I wasn't sure what else to do honestly but I just knew that I wanted that success. I wanted to be successful. I wanted to be a successful entrepreneur. I didn't know what to do with it. So I was trying to force myself into the mold. Mm. And when I finally stopped forcing myself into that mold, I fit the the right mold like a glove. So how do you, how do you feel now that you where you are that you have this how does it feel within yourself it it feels incredible um it's such an odd it's such an odd feeling because okay uh, complete honesty i'm 36 years old um i live in the same town that i was born and raised in um i have you know dreams and aspirations of, of leaving this town, but I've been single my whole life. Um, I struggled with this career thing for a long time. And this year, like I said, going into the new year, like I have the man of my dreams. I have the business of my dreams. My business is continuing to grow. I've been able to pay off all of my debt. I'm saving for a house. Like it's, it's honestly, I, I truly wake up every morning and I'm like, how is this even possible? But also, thank you, God. Like, thank you for this life that you've given me. Um, because I knew for so many years, I knew it was possible. And I knew deep down it was coming to me. But I was so impatient. Huh. And I wanted it now. <laughs> and did and that... That wanting it now, that needing it now, is that what was sort of driving you to overwork, driving you way close to, to burnout than you wanted to ever be? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because in my mind, if I was going to get it, I was going to have to bust my butt for it. Mm. And if I wasn't working constantly, if I wasn't, you know, reading, like not reading, but like following the next guru and buying their program and doing yeah. all the steps. I wasn't going to get it. I wasn't going to get there. 
And I remember telling my mom for years, like, I just want to finally get there. I just want to get there. And then, and then I would be like, where is there? I don't even know where there is anymore. Yeah. So you kind of lose your mission a little bit for like the grand, the grand idea. You kind of lose your, your, your mission. What am I even doing? Yeah. I mean, is, this, is this for money? Is it for freedom? Is it for, you know, what is the purpose of this? Yeah. And th there's that level where I think that's a, a false statement that a lot of people have, we, we have all heard and glorified to find your, your where, find your goal, find, but it's always going to be moving. The target is always, you're always going to be improving and changing. You say right now, oh my gosh, 2023, I've got the man of my dreams, got the business of my dreams. I'm debt free. Life is good. Uh-oh. But next? there might be still a part <laughs> like, what next? Or, but I'm still not happy getting these things and being like, I should feel this right now, but I don't. That's why we help people to fall in love with their business again. It's finding the passion within yourself. So that, that goal, it is important, but it's also, there is no finish line. It's going to keep on moving. So... I think understanding that is one point and actually living and breathing is a completely separate thing. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. It's, it's very different because while I am like, okay, I do feel like I've, I have the success. I have, you know, the financial abundance. I have the, the dream man. I still have that inner, you're not good enough. You're not going to make it. This is all going to go away. Yeah. It's still inside of me. And I, that's something that I work on every single day. Yeah. I think it's something that everyone works on every single day. It's something that we, well, those voices, the maniacs in our head, they're always yes. going to be there. The trick and is I don't think you, yeah, you can't stop working on that. Yeah. But if you can put them on the payroll, if you can leverage and use them because they're not going away, you're never going to fix yourself. And I'm, I'm, you're nodding away I know on the podcast. You can't see it, but yeah, you're never going to fix yourself. <laughs> no such thing, but there's always work on these things and fears. They need to be there. It keeps you alive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we don't need it every single day. And so it's on overload thinking, where can I be useful? And you're like fear, shut up, get in the back. You're not driving, but it's how we can leverage <laughs> and use this because else they do take over. And it sounds like those voices were taking over your life for a, a long time. You finally got to where you your, let's call it your first goal. You finally got to a state where it's like, shit, yes. Ah, oh, this is what I wanted. But they're still there going, hey, have you thought yeah. about this? Yep, it's it's definitely there. Nice. And nice. It's, I, I, I work very diligently. Um, I've come a, a very long way in yeah. just feeling like I am enough. Um, you know, not, not just in my business or my relationship, but I'm enough for myself now. And I've come a long way in that, but it is something that I can't, I can't slack on, on continuing to watch my thinking and mm. um, watch my mindset, watch when I start complaining too much. I just, an hour ago, I went on this whole complaint rampage and I was like, nope, we're done. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. Uh, that's been my kind of my New Year's thing is like, as soon as I start complaining, 
I turn it into gratitude for something else. Like mm. for the situation, like I'm not trying to avoid it or ignore it, but I'm finding the good in it. And I, for me, gratitude changes every part of my thinking because I stop wallowing in the poor me. And mm. I, I'm like, well, yeah, life's not that bad. <laughs> beautiful love that so with this this newfound life that you've had which sounds like it's it's rapidly um found you and as you continue to evolve and level up and work on yourself what's what's the goal for for this year what's what's your where's your area of focus going to go next my area of focus for this year is to do all of this keep it all and also Focus on myself, my 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 self care, my mental health, my my physical health, uh, my relationship health, my dog's health. <laughs> it's the year of health, um, because I have sort of spiraled down this little rabbit hole of mm. wake up at five o'clock in the morning and go straight to my computer and don't leave it again until dinner time. And mm. I, as much as I love what I do it's it's taking a toll on me and it's i know that if i continue down that path it will lead to burnout um well, and it, I don't same patterns that. that you've had before yeah. right? you've seen exactly. these patterns and if, if if they stick around they're not going away i mean and you said the one thing that so many entrepreneurs business owners say um to, to me in coaching capacity or or on the podcast but i love what i do Therefore, I love what I do. So I over deliver, I overwork. It's almost like a badge of honor. And it's like you can love what you do. It still can't be used as a justification tool, but it's so easily done because it's true that you love what you do. So it's finding that, that balance, right? Yeah. And my house is a studio. So that means that my office is in my bedroom and my kitchen and my living room. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So it's very, very easy for me to grab my cup of coffee and go straight to my desk and not leave it again until, you know, dinner time. And uh, so that's what I'm trying to, it, that's what I'm putting my focus is I want to have the business, have the clients, have the life that I, you know, get out and enjoy and love. And um, like I said earlier, I want to have it all. <laughs> and why I didn't work, can't you? Damn it. Exactly. I didn't work this hard and I didn't put in this many years to settle for anything else than everything. Like I want it all. I want the life of my dreams and I will do anything to get there. Well, it sounds like you have set the foundation from an external point of view. You set it, as you said, the, the relationship the business you've got these things now it's time to solidify to grow and expand and not destroy everything by just trying too hard or try and do too much so hey look i yeah. wish you all the success with this um thank you for thank sharing you. your story thank you yeah, for being definitely. vulnerable with this yes thank you thanks for listening to my story <laughs> You welcome. It's a pleasure. I love this. But if, <laughs> if people want to find out more about you and and what you do and get in touch, if they need your help, where can they find you? Um, the best place is my website. Uh, it's Bainberry. Uh, I'm sorry, BainberryBookkeeping.com. 
Um, that's that's the bookkeeping website. Baneberryco.com is for web design. Um, I'm not a big social media person, but email is cool. Morgan at Baneberryco.com. Um, I won't give out my phone number on here, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame um, you. Absolutely. <laughs> But I I am on Instagram and Facebook under Bainberry. I think it's Bainberry Company. That's the my overarching. So, but I just I'm just not very active on there. So, email is great. <laughs> well, everyone, if if that sounds good to you or you're interested, go check Morgan out. And yeah, Morgan, thank you so much for your time. It's been it's been so much fun. Yes, thank you, Mark. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.